Episode 220 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. This is Adam. This is you listening. And for some reason, I'm yelling at you. And I don't know why. I think it's because Steve was yelling at me beforehand. Hell yeah, I was. So <laughs> for that, I'm just going to pass it along to you listening. Yeah. You get it now. <laughs> so welcome to the bottom of the waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> get him. <laughs> That's right. That's what you get, listener. For being at the bottom of the food chain. But thank you for listening. I'm Adam. That's Steve. Kelsey's here too. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey. <laughs> this episode's already going to go right off the rails. Adam, I think you were yelling mm-hmm. because you were excited. I actually am excited for this yeah, episode. You're, you're excited because we have a theme. Yes. And if you're listening to the very end of the episode, we put in a tease. Mm-hmm. We've been doing that a lot lately. Well, yeah, because we've been planning ahead better. Right. <laughs> all about the teases. Yeah. Getting the audience mm-hmm. engaged, being like, I need to see what the tease is all about next week. Right. Got to set the hook. Yeah. yeah. Got to set the hook. Set the, set the hook. Get them to listen to the full episode. Mm-hmm. Don't just turn off on, you know, when segment three comes on or after segment two or whatever. We're like a Yinzer MCU. Yeah. You gotta go all the way through. Yeah. There's threads through mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, we have a theme. And Adam, if you would like to introduce the brewery theme that I we're doing would. this week. I would. And, and this is something that is actually somewhat, uh, I will say serendipitous, because we had no intentions of having this episode. However, through some, uh, some friends and some channels, we were able to obtain some beer that I have been trying to get for quite some time, and Steve has been wanting to try for quite some time as well. And I know Kelsey has wanted to have this beer for quite some time. We're going to the Badger State. And what beer is most famous from the Badger State? From our, for us craft beer drinkers. Miller High Life. For us craft <laughs> beer drinkers. Uh, Minhas. You guys are on thin ice already. <laughs> 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 no, no. Wisconsin's own Miller Lite. Much <laughs> <Hush> thin ice. <laughs> Wisconsin's own New Glarus. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. So much sass at this table right now. Yes. <laughs> 100%. But yes, we've been uh we've been wanting to have these beers on the show for quite some time, but we were only able to just get it together. This week, this episode, took us 220 episodes to get here, but we're here now. Well, it took, like you said, it was serendipitous. So, originally, this was going to be an Oktoberfest episode. Yes. Because I had two Oktoberfest beers, and one of them was the Nuclearis Oktoberfest. Yes. We'll get to that in a second. (laughs) But then I just also had another Nuclearis beer that I really like, and I can tell you right away, it's going to be a gold medal winner for me. Okay. So, uh, I know we just talked about setting the hook, but honestly... I can't see the other two beers being better than this one. Oh, okay. All right. For me. Might be. The other Mm -hmm. two beers might be better for you. Um, And then last week at Full Pint, we were talking about, uh, we're talking about New Glarus and how we were going to do the Oktoberfest. Mm -hmm. And it just happened to come up that Bobby and Dan had a bottle of Spotted Cow. Yes. In the fridge. And they graciously gave us one. So shout out. 
Yeah, shout out. Thanks, Full Pint. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Bobby and Dan for giving us a spotted cow. But that's not the first beer we're doing. No, it <laughs> no. is not. Mm-hmm. The first beer we're doing is the Oktoberfest. Yes. And that was provided to us by Brian Reed. His cousin, like Brian used to live in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and his cousin goes back and forth from time to time and brought him a shipment of New Glarus because New Glarus is good. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and you can't get it anywhere but Wisconsin. Right. That's the whole, that's the hook of it all. Mm-hmm. Is you, can't, you can't get it anywhere but bootlegging or Wisconsin. <laughs> um, but yeah, the his cousin brought back a whole bunch of... Uh, Stuff he brought back the Oktoberfest. He brought back the third beer or the one of the beers that we be having. The other beer that we're the not going to talk the about other quite beer. yet. The other beer and uh, some of the raspberry tart. Yes. So yeah, uh, but this first beer I'll let Kelsey introduce. All right. Well, the first beer, as you've heard, is the Staghorn Oktoberfest beer. It looks delightful. It's six point two five percent ABVs, no IBUs. It's a Marzen style. It feels like it's going to be the perfect beer to start our fall season with. Yes. I mean, like I said, we're going to do Oktoberfest, but. <laughs> so, so we're kind of like still doing it. Still kind of. Yeah. Although uh, it is now fall. Yes. So is, yes. time for fall beers. Yes. Yes. All right. So we're going to open this up. All right. Beers poured up. More sass from the table. Look, here's the thing. New Glarus, everybody loves it. And I love one of the beers that I've already had from them. But we can't just go around simping for them. <laughs> <laughs> they got to earn their keep is what you're saying. That's right. <laughs> okay. The smell is delightful. It does. And I appreciate the clarity on it as well, even though it's got a good amber color to it. Yeah. It uh, actually pours up really clear considering the color. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty amazing on the clarity. And the nose is nice and caramelly and... It had really nice head retention, so yes. It, all the good, it checked all the good boxes. Yeah, you almost sound mad that it, it's doing the right thing. I'm not bad. Well, I'm, no, I'm just mad at myself because now I'm simping. <laughs> but you're not simping because you're, you know, stating facts. At yes, this point. I, I am just telling the truth. Right. But spitting facts over there. Also, just I know I will simp later. So <laughs> that's well, fair. I'm a simp mad horde. <laughs> later in the episode, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I like this. I already drank a little bit of it. Got a good maltiness to it. Ooh, I like that. I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's yeah, that's just that's just clean down the middle beer. Yeah. Clean. <laughs> it has nice, it has those nice caramel notes, a mm-hmm. little maltiness. It's just like mm. just good ass beer. It's good. Yeah, well balanced, no bitterness even yeah. really. No. And just any, uh, any, but not overly sweet either. Yeah. No. Any information on what the IBUs were, if any on um, that? no IBUs listed. I believe it was like around a six percent. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't expect it to be very high on the IBUs. Yes, there are zero listed. Okay. I like that number. Because <laughs> we had one last week at full pint that had zero IBUs. Yes. Thank you. We also got a little taste of their Oktoberfest. Guess what? That's good, too. It's pretty good, but it's also very different from this one. It is. Um, you know, just a little preview, and I don't think Bobby would get too mad at us for saying, but it, that one has a very distinct, like, uh, burnt ca- caramelly mm-hmm. taste Ooh, to okay. it. okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it also it's not overly sweet. I could get in on that. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little more, like, a little more roasty in a way. Mm-hmm. And, okay. Yeah. But this one is just, like, 
very even drinking. Yeah. All this, right. this one is I could I could see myself having a couple of, you know, liters of this. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one is closer to the little taste we had at Necromancer. Yeah. 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 That, that one may or may not have been an Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> we were given some sort of lager and <laughs> there is argument between Adam and I whether or not it was the Oktoberfest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, some dissension in yes. the group. Regardless, it was good. All right. Yeah. That's that's the important takeaway. It was yes, it was good. Uh again, I'm I'm enjoying the resurgence of Darker browner lagers. Yes, but not brown ales. Well, right. brown ales are different. Because they're it's, not lagers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are different, but uh, Chris House's Grizzly Brown Bear is coming back. Mm, is it? Yes. Oh, that's one of the OGs. I actually I'm believe excited. it's... It was either out last weekend or it's out this weekend. Excellent. So, Excellent. yeah. Yeah, Grizzly Brown Bear are back. Nice. Um, otherwise, yeah, this is just a really good beer. It's it's There's not too, too much to remark on it, really, though. No. Outside it, of it drinks clean and... Yeah, it's <laughs> and honestly, clean, tastes good. Yeah. That's the remarkable part of it is that it is unremarkable because it's just a good, clean beer. Yeah. Period. You know, it's not, you know, fruity fun times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for beer, flavored beer, this is where you go. Right. Yes. So give it to your Uncle Chet. He'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Chet. I would hope. I would hope. Everybody's got an Uncle Chet. I don't. Oh. I do not either. All right, well, neither do I, actually. So. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> when the, uh, never mind. That's a different, interesting question for myself. Huh. Wait. <laughs> I was going. So, Are you multitasking in the middle of the podcast? I am, actually. Because I was going to look up the IBU rating for the Staghorn mm-hmm. on Untapped, and mm-hmm. I pulled up New Glarus's, uh page. Yeah. And apparently, I have checked in their Moon Man in the past. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Huh. I don't fucking remember when I had Moonman though. Well, to be fair, when was the last time you used Untapped to check in a beer itself? Like maybe four years even. See, there you go. <laughs> so that's four years worth of beer drinking. When you gotta. Did I, when did I have Moonman? I don't know. When that's you went awesome. on your road trip, maybe. Possibly. Uh, that I'd, does I'd, make I'd, sense. Have, I'd have to get into the notes, but yeah, I know I did have um, three cows of the apocalypse by three Floyds mm. on that road trip. So yeah, that's that's what Indiana. Yeah, that's Indiana, yeah. but I had it in California. Gotcha. Yeah. Huh. Uh, back to the IBUs, though. Yes. Zero. Zero. <laughs> yeah, that's two Saddle. weeks in a row. We're starting a streak, baby. Zero. <laughs> nice. Zero IBU streak. Zero. Yeah, this is the Adam Redemption tour. <laughs> sure. Right on. Great. <laughs> this is, it's Adam's fall. <laughs> it is. Yeah, the hell with the summer at George. Oh, it's Adam's fall of IBUs. <gasps> ah. Hashtag. Yeah. It's the fall of the IBUs. So there you go. Uh, anyway, it's time to move on. News notes and neat. News notes and neat. No. It's been a while since we were able to do news notes and neat. Sure. I understand the excitement. So I had a jingle. <laughs> right. Don't ask me to do it again next week. Well, are you still workshopping it? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I just made it up. Okay. He hasn't even put it in the Fruity Loops yet. So he oh, can't. So we've got things going on and we haven't been able to talk about a lot of things because we've been doing interviews and such. We're too busy talking to talk about things. Exactly. So one of the things we want to talk about, though, uh, if you're listening on a Friday, as you should. As you should. We are under two weeks away from Three Rivers uh, Beer Week. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So that's where we're going to have a whole bunch of breweries do a whole bunch of things. 
like two phrases having glass bro- blowing on a Saturday. Which I saw and looks awesome. Right. It looks awesome, but unfortunately, we can't recommend you to go to it. <laughs> and why is that, Steve? Well, because we're participating in an event the very same day. Yes, we are. In another part of town, in another brewery, another fine establishment. Yes. At Intergroove on October 9th. That's in Verona. Yes. They will be holding the first annual Kettle to the Metal. (laughs) Kettle to the Metal. Yes. Kettle to the Metal Derby race. Go on. Uh, What it's going to be is essentially it's a uh, Pinewood Derby race. Mm -hmm. But your uh, car is going to be also built with beer paraphernalia. Yeah. That's kind of a great idea. Right, we thought so. That's why we're participating. Okay, <laughs> I am here for that. So I, I, so if you look over into my trophy case, you'll actually see my first ever race car, which is my Pinewood Derby car from when I was a kid. I'm gonna try to bust that back out. <laughs> the Vintage Grand Prix is coming to the Pinewood Derby track. Love that you still have it, Adam. It's in my trophy case. It's where it belongs. It's right next to all my other trophy. <laughs> I see it. Actually, I have three in there. Wow. One of which I earned. <laughs> <laughs> the other two? Ah. Stolen from his brothers. Ah. <laughs> and they, said, they still said reared on him, so he took them anyway. <laughs> I needed to fill space. <laughs> but uh, yes, Kettle to the Metal, October 9th. If you're listening right now, you still have time to uh, you either register online or go to the tap room. Uh, and for a $20 fee, they will give you a kit to build your car with. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. And then you come back after you've built it and you race it against Pittsburgh's finest racers. <laughs> I love it. It's like Midnight Club, but at a brewery. Yeah. And at two in the afternoon. Yeah. Racing for pinks. <laughs> <laughs> so could I buy the kit day of and build said kit day of or will it take more time? I wouldn't suggest it. No. I would say no. put some time into it. Go to a Michaels, get some paints, get some weights. Get some sandpaper, make it nice. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a little grass fight, maybe some coconut oil. I don't know. What Actually, you, I don't know that you can do that. Uh, check the rules. Uh, that's Pinewood Derby rules, son, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> check their rules. Check their rules, but yeah. <laughs> I didn't see any rules yet. <laughs> there are no rules on the streets. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to grease some fucking wheels. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Good lord, they're crazy. <laughs> I am looking forward to that. That's combining some of my favorite things. Yes. But we'll we'll be hosting it in some fashion and hopefully being able to provide some sort of audiovisual, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's live or later. I want to be a pit reporter. It's going to yeah. be dope as hell. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll be able to provide something for the audience. Yes. Send it down to Adam on the track. Adam. <laughs> so I'm down here in the pits and... <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. What's the atmosphere like down there? It's festive, but tense. You're over by the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it smells a little bit. I'm down there by the pits. Nah, it's the bathroom. <laughs> no wonder it smells like methane. <laughs> but uh, yeah, October 9th, check that one out. And then also just events all through the week, October 6th through the 10th. There's also a first pour event where they'll be debuting the, uh, the collaboration between uh, the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild and the Asheville Brewers Guild. Ooh. There's a special collabo beer that'll be featured throughout the week nice. at different locations. Mm-hmm. Mountain Folk brewing with Mountain Folk. Yeah. I'm that, here for that. <laughs> the, the Paris of Appalachia with 
Appalachia. That yeah. <laughs> the Appalachia of Appalachia. <laughs> Not hating. Not hating. Maybe the French Riviera of Appalachia. They're closer oh. to the beach. <laughs> I'll buy that. They can. Yeah. <laughs> but yep, check those out. Uh, threeriversbeerweek.com for all the events and then just, you know, intergroove for all the things that you want to know about Kettle to the Metal. That's right. Uh, try and beat me on the trek. <laughs> Is that a challenge to listeners, I think, it, I think it just was. I think so. I'm going to get me a cheated up car. <laughs> <laughs> Thinks he's going to get cheated up car. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we see Steve's entry. Mine's going to be half lead. <laughs> <laughs> With a little bit of spackle over top mm-hmm. of the... <laughs> Don't worry. Maybe, maybe we need to have us a showdown. We'll, see, well, hey, it, it's in our both of our interests to build our own cheater cars. Absolutely. Beat everybody else, and then we'll go head to head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Just like Paul Walker and Vin Diesel at the end. <laughs> We're gonna One of you has to turn off, though. <laughs> Only if we can play See You Again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But do you, yep. li- you live your life a quarter mile at a time? What is it like 300 feet at a time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long a, a Pinewood Derby track is. Uh, no, 300 <laughs> feet. That's that's 100 yards, dude. That's a football field. Oh, so it is. Yeah, that's too far. That's way too far. It's like 75, maybe. Yeah, 28. <laughs> live my life 28 feet at a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a furlong at a time. That's right. All right. So that's that. Nice. Check those out. Mm-hmm. Coming soon. Two breweries near you. Uh, what other news do we have? Though? So coming soon to uh, a town not near you, unless you live in Chicago, mm. Guinness is building a brewery in the United States. Again. Chicago. Home Chicago. of the bean. Home of the bean. Getting a Guinness. Getting a Guinness. Put on nitro. Having a hot beef. <laughs> Talking <laughs> dicka. <laughs> Talking dicka. Drinking Guinness. What is a... What is the name of, because it's Open Gate in Baltimore. Is it still Open Gate? So I don't believe it is. Okay. Um, I don't know that they have come up with a name yet. It's mm-hmm. going to be in the terminal building. Mm. Uh, I don't know what part of Chicago that's in. Okay. It's, is on, it- it's on one of the major lines. Uh, but they are targeting early 2023. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so far off. <laughs> to open. Uh, and they are going to be brewing on site. They will have uh, Chicago-only beers oh. there. And for all the stouts, they are still going to import them from the Dublin Brewery. Yeah. Similar to what they did in Baltimore. Fair enough. Which is, by the way, the second uh, brewery. No, because right, yeah. the first one's yeah. <laughs> the first one's Dublin. <laughs> right, exactly. Although I found out that uh, Baltimore was actually not the first uh, Guinness outpost in the United States. There was one back in the 40s and 50s in New York. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. And then it got shut down because uh, people didn't go there anymore. Too many Irish. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. I won't support you on that one. So anyways. Rough part of town. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, something that they have picked up from the Baltimore brewery that they're going to bring over to the Chicago brewery is is they're also going to open a bakery. Huh. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Uh, during the uh, the meat of the pandemic in 2020, uh, the uh, the brewery kind of shifted lanes a little bit and started baking. Yeah. Uh, to be able to send back into uh, into the community. Yeah. For uh, you know those that were less fortunate that were having some uh, you know food issues. Right. Right. Uh, they uh, saw that it was a great success. They're c- continuing that in Baltimore. They're going to do that in Chicago as well. 
Awesome. Cool. So that's pretty dope. Nice. They might have had more success, but it goes against Irish people. If they opened a perogery. A perogery? Yeah. <laughs> it's my name for a pierogi shop. Steve, there are those of us that have Irish blood that also enjoy pierogies. I know you enjoy pierogies, but you didn't invent pierogies. <laughs> Nobody did. God did. He just like, pierogies, here, gift of the world. He invented them and he threw them right down in the middle of Slavic nations. <laughs> The Lord, Lord works master in, these. Yeah. <laughs> the Lord works in mysterious ways. Yeah. <laughs> God didn't give Polish people much, but he gave them pierogies, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> if that's not the name of your memoir, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, maybe just the foreword. <laughs> De- a dedication to Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> God didn't give Polish people much, but he gave them pierogies. <laughs> oh, my. So, yes, early 2023. Uh, if you're in the Chicago area or decide to visit, I hear they got a thing or two there to go check out. Yeah. yeah. Riot Fest was just there. Mm-hmm. CM Punk has been there. <laughs> that was awesome to watch. <laughs> My coworker just got back from Riot Fest. Yeah? Yeah. Did they have a good time? She had a great time. Was it a riot? I'm sure she did. Riot Fest is fucking awesome. Yeah. I know. I actually haven't. I kind of want to go there. Yeah. I know. She came back today and it was her first day back. I was like, how was, how was Riot Fest? And she said... It was incredible. She said, I don't know if it was because of the pandemic, but she's like, it wasn't as wild as Warped Tour was last year or Mm. two years ago. And she's like, I just feel like there was a little more space to breathe. So maybe Mm -hmm. not that many people came or Mm. um, she's like, it was great. She said we had a fantastic time. You know, she was just talking about some of the bands. She's like, yeah, I found all these new bands. And I was like, oh, that's that's awesome. awesome." I don't don't know. The only time I felt claustrophobic at Riot Fest, I went and 2013 the only time i felt claustrophobic is when we went and saw andrew wk in a club oh well like it was an after show yeah so Mm. like but otherwise that park is fucking huge there's like prizes and wrestling and all kinds of goofy shit going on yeah so yeah she's like it was like a long day she's like you know definitely getting a little older she's like i just don't know if i could go from like 11 a.m to like 1 a.m again "Mm." Mm -hmm." we can we can do it here's the thing It, it becomes price restrictive People mm-hmm. our age, we need that VIP package. Yes. Yeah. We need to be able to sit down somewhere. Someplace yeah. comfortable. That's, that's not mud. Yeah, yeah. We need to be able to sit down and not mud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we need we need those comfy chairs that are off the side of the stage. Comfy chair. And then have the nice hotel to go back to. And right. Have the robes available. Right. Or a cabana to like chill out in. Well, a cabana yeah. would be nice. That yeah. would be awesome. Or you can just like, you know, ride out whatever you're on. And mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Guinness, if you want to sponsor us in 2022, Guinness, send us the riot fest. Yeah, come on, Guinness. We just gave you all sorts of press. You're right. (laughs) You're welcome. You and Guinness and riot fest. That's right. Time to pay the man. (laughs) But yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm down for it. And if I ever get back to Chicago, I'll check it out. Maybe. It's kind of hard to. Well, there's a lot of other places. places. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of Chicago. So, (laughs) but yeah. Kelsey, did you have news? Um, I mean, DoorDash is going to start offering alcohol delivery cool yeah so npa no unfortunately not Boo. PA. but 20 other states and canada so dope yeah <laughs> so it's gonna join like drizzly mm-hmm. and mini bar and saucy i believe is one of them i don't know i know saucy is a brewery in cleveland <laughs> <laughs> they make good stuff yeah shout out to saucy i almost bought their pumpkin nail this week but oh. almost yeah so if you live in an area that's gonna have the alcohol delivery you're gonna go to the alcohol tab 
order it from restaurants, grocery stores, local retailers, convenience stores, add the items like you normally would. And then when you check out, you verify your age by taking a picture of your ID, kind of like you would at like any of the other delivery ones. So, so we're now in the future and we've gone all the way to the 1950s when they used to do that before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. We're back again. Yeah. Yeah. So they're finally getting in the game. So good for them. Hooray. Yeah. I'm into it. Yes. Maybe one day for us. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> one can dream. Look, we still don't have to feel that bad because just small, small note. Mm-hmm. Utopias is back. Everybody knows. Yeah. And Utopias is still illegal in a shitload of states. Yes. So like yeah. we're not that stone age, but yeah. we're all the way up to the bronze age. Yeah, that's right. What was it? 15 states or something? 15 something states, like including West Virginia mm-hmm. wow. as the closest one. Really? Yeah. Oh. And weirdly, Vermont. That's very. And and Montana. Those are the Montana is th- the one that screws with me. Yeah. They don't that's... make sense to me because no. like Montana, I consider a lawless wasteland. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I mean that in the best way possible. Right. Exactly. I would totally hide in Montana if well, I wanted. Because there's so much space <laughs> right. to yeah, do such exactly. things. Exactly. Montana's yeah. cool for that. Yeah. It's, it's so much space. It's who's going to stop you. Yeah. Right. And then you get, you get some like, it's, it's very pretty out there. I believe it. Yeah. It's very pretty. <laughs> but like, why have laws? <laughs> right. <laughs> It's honestly, it's pretty much just guidelines out there. Yeah. Be cool. Unless you really screw up. Montana is a real libertarian dream. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter two of Steve's memoir. The libertarian dream. Big sky edition. Big big sky country. (laughs) Yeah. So anything else on the, uh, on the triple N? So yes, I wanted to talk about winners. Well, yeah, yeah, we're already here, Steve. I know. Well, I'm, I I want to talk about other winners that aren't us. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm more winners. Support. Let's support all the winners. <laughs> Add more winners. Winners and champions. Yeah, because we because we've had this kind of you know space of not being able to talk about the news. Mm-hmm. We missed a lot of news, and a lot of the news has been people fucking crushing it. Yeah, and winning. Yeah, so it's time to give them their their due, their just desserts. Yeah. Do the DJ Khaled song. <laughs> I don't know which one. All I do is win. Win, win. win. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Because mm. that's the only DJ Khaled song I know. And that's I assume that's okay. It's, okay I'm, I, I only know him from saying, and another one. <laughs> and another one. <laughs> that's all I know. Oh, and DXL. He is a model in my catalogs for fat people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Big and tall. <laughs> okay, then. Because DJ Khaled and I are both. Is he really that tall? I don't think he's that tall. I don't think he's that tall. He's not as tall as I am. No. But he's six plus? Yeah. He's got... I I, I figure he's... He's not six one? I figured he's... I don't think so. I've never met the man. Man, that catalog is a tricky, tricky thing. (laughs) (laughs) Really makes me think he's a tall guy, but no. That's how they get you. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I guess I just lost a bunch of respect for DJ Khaled. No, no, maybe he is. Res- <laughs> I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Make it up if you have to. Anyway, back to the winners. Uh, so some of the winners we missed, we missed the Great American Beer Fest and those winners. Yes. We did mention it last week that GABF uh, medal announcements and everything kind of went alongside the same time mm-hmm. as the CBC. So how tall is DJ Khaled? <laughs> Anyways, anyway. you were oh, saying. All right, he's not six one. All right. Well, uh, depends on how big his boots are. <laughs> Man, is he five eight? No. No. Oh, that's fine then. <laughs> five seven. Oh, dude, dude, short king can't have that. 
<laughs> he's wearing them Timberlands. He's never taking them off. Bad disrespect for him. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, back to the winners. Winners include Cinderlands taking home a gold for yeah. their Brett beer named Greg. With how many G's? Three G's. Three G's. That's right. Yeah. One G on the front, two on the back. <laughs> uh, another one I wanted to point out, though, from Pennsylvania, Neshaminy Creek. We, we enjoy them. We do. Oh. Yeah. And I also wanted to point it out because they won gold for smoke beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dear Neshaminy Creek, send us some. Oh, yeah. Also, just to jump back real quick to the first story. Uh-huh. I forgot to mention it, but uh, uh, Roundabout is having Smoketoberfest October 10th. <gasps> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot to bring it up. Oh. <laughs> I know I did. I know why. Because you didn't want other people to show up so you can drink it all yourself. Kind of. Mm. <laughs> October 10th, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, 10 10. Sunday. Uh, the other winners I want to talk about were Rocks. Yes. They won medals, plural, at the U.S. Open Beer uh, Judging Competition. Nice. Which is different from GABF, but you know, it's its own thing. It's still prestigious. Still prestigious. And they got medals there. They won gold in the gluten free IPA category for their hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. And they won silver in the gluten free category for their amber. Oh. They make a good amber. They yeah. do. They make yeah. a good amber. Yeah. I believe we. Mm, actually, no, I don't think we had their hazy IPA. We only had the regular IPA Correct. on the show. Correct. But yeah, they just, you know, they make the good beers. Yeah. And uh, apparently they're. Uh, Distributed in North Carolina now. Yes. Yeah. So uh, shout out to a uh, friend of the show, Greg, for uh, letting me know. It's yeah. a thing now. Yeah. He bought it all. They're they're making their way in the world today. Yes. All right. Giving everything they got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other winners I wanted to talk about. Homebrew winners. Yes. Because over the weekend, there were two homebrew festivals that unfortunately we didn't attend, but they happened and friends of the show attended and yes. participated. Uh, the Greensburg... Craft Beer Week is going on right now. Right now. Right now. So it, it, it was, it'll run all the way to the 26th. If you're run, listening on a Friday, you still have time to find some events for Greensburg Craft Beer Week. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Homebrew and Chill event already happened. And uh, our friends Adam Bashline and his wife Lori and Bash Brew, they participated and I also believe Matt was out there I handing, out, so. handing out stickers for mm-hmm. Duquesne with the boys. He is an absolute carnival barker when it comes Excellent. to handing out stickers. Yeah. It's dude, awesome. Dude, I wish I could get him on our promotional team. Right? <laughs> that man would earn his money. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were doing homebrew and chill. And they they had basically the beers that they did at the North Hills Homebrew Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had a good time. But the, the winners of that were Best in Show, the All Razzed Up with No Place to Goza. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you can figure out the style of that beer, but it's uh, Zach's Ale Works. You know, he won Best in Show, and People's Choice Award was I hope that mean I hope that I mean it, the Cherry Limeade Sour by Brewbecue. I would get on board with that. Yeah. Right. So if you remember, the North Hills Homebrew Fest winner mm-hmm. was Adam Bashline, mm-hmm. and he gets to brew his beer with Penn. Yes. The winner of Greensburg Homebrew and Chill, they get to brew their beer with Sobel's Obscure Brewery. Awesome. Yes, and now the next winner from the other event in Ambridge, they get to brew their beer with Altered Genius. Ah, very nice. Oh, so these, these are good prizes going all around. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Crush and Brew, which went under a different name another time, but it's presented by the uh, Ambridge uh, Historical Society. Okay, okay. And it's just kind of the preservation of historical Ambridge. Uh, we per- uh, we participated a couple years ago, I believe, twenty eighteen. Um, but yeah, it, it, it this year. Uh, 
Ultra Genius was obviously a big part of it, and I know Fermata Brewing showed up as well. Mm-hmm. And the winner of that was Tyler Perez of Chipped Tooth Brewing. Ah, very nice. And he w- he participated in the North Hills Homebrew Festival, mm-hmm. and he took home a third place People Ch- Choice Award. But this time he he won the uh, entire event. That's awesome. Yeah. So nice. So it it goes to show if you're a home brewer, some people's tastes aren't going to win you at some places. But other places. But other places, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that just goes to show you that he's making quality beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's winning. He he still did win a third place people's choice. Right. He's winning left and right. So Yeah. So props to him. He had the the Smoothie Criminal. I did not have that one. And then he had a New England IPA. I had the Smoothie Criminal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he won third place with the Smoothie Criminal at North Hills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can see why. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, our our other friend of the show, Tom Wagner, who was also at uh, North Hills Mm -hmm. for our Wrench Works, and he took home medals from that. I am not surprised. Yeah, he took home medals for his IPAs from North Hills. Um, he also participated in North Hill or in Ambridge. Mm -hmm. So he was telling me about it. So, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but yeah, shout out to Tom. And, uh, those are all the winners. We're all caught up in who's winning big in Pennsylvania and specifically Pittsburgh. Congrats (laughs) to friends of the show though. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Making some waves. They're doing great things. Yes. So there you go. That's news notes and neats. Yes. And speaking of great things, this uh beer, this beer was pretty Pretty, good. It is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wish it was smoked. And I, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was smoked, it would just basically be like Michelin Curla, you know? Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it would be. But so I, I appreciate that we all kind of just, yeah, just, yeah, it's good. We don't really have to dive back into it. Mm-mm. No, you, no, it, that it, was kind of the reaction there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it still remained clean drinking and <laughs> easy to drink. <laughs> right. Not too, not too dry, not too sweet, not too bitter. <laughs> It's just right. It's just good. It's it's fucking baby beer. <laughs> it's just right all around. That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what do you say we uh, get a fresh bowl of porridge uh-huh. poured up uh-huh. for segment two? Sure. And uh, we'll be right back with more Nuclearis beer. Yay. This episode of the Hop Nation USA podcast is brought to you by Stello Mints. It should come as no surprise to you that one third of Americans are living with some sort of extreme stress. There's stress in their life, stress from work, just everything coming at you at once. But that's exactly what Stello Mints are for. They're CBD-powered mints, and they will help you feel more calm and clear-headed throughout the day. Each tin contains 30 total mints, and they come in three delicious flavors, peppermint, lemon, and matcha. I'm on the matcha. I love green tea. That's my jam. So for a limited time, you can get a completely free sample of Stello Mints, shipping included. Simply go to StelloMints.com and use the code HOPUSA and your order will be converted to a free sample. That's S-T-E-L-L-O Mints.com and use coupon code HOPUSA for a free sample. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) She got him. You did get me. Welcome back to the Hot Nation USA podcast. You stole snaked my them. moment. <laughs> she snaked them. I've been hoodwinked. Yes. But yes, welcome back to the Hot Nation USA podcast. Uh, I don't know why it would change. That'd be a good April's Fool's joke. Get together with a couple other podcasts uh-huh. and then just throw in one of our segments on their show and steal one of their segments and throw it on ours. Some podcasts do that. Some podcasts just like switch completely. 
I remember there was a year where Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune did that. Jeopardy? Jeopardy. Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> Actually, I think, it, I think uh, who was it? Um, oh, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino switched with uh, Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. See, that'd be good, though. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. They, they just did their own shows. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll get the guys from Untapped. We'll get them on here for a segment, and then we'll go on their show. That's smart thinking. Because they got a way bigger audience yes. than us. Yes. <laughs> so that's how we're going to build our audience. That's right. And they can build their Pittsburgh presence. <laughs> they'll build They'll build our podcast for one episode, and then we have to try our hardest to keep it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what growth can you give us? Oh, that. Oh. Oh. Oh, now oh. we have to hold on to this. We're, we we're can like, do it, guys. Yeah. We can do it. We're like the dog that finally <laughs> caught the car. <laughs> now what? <laughs> we got this. Yes. And... We also got beers. Yes. From New Glarus. Yes. yes. In Wisconsin. Yes. The Badger State. Yes. That's Big Ten country. Yes. They Home also of got the Watts. Home got. of the Butterburger. Oh, and Culver's. Dude, how good is a Butterburger? Fuck my life up. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared to like go to Wisconsin or like live there. You would you would assimilate within about eight minutes. I would get <laughs> I exactly. Seven would be traveling along the interstate to the first exit. Yeah. I would gain 150 pounds to my already too many pounds. Yes. And then I would die within five years of living in Wisconsin. I don't think so. I think I would. I would hope I would if I gained another 150 pounds. Kelsey, are you giving him three instead? <laughs> no, I don't Take the he... under. Take the under. <laughs> no, I don't think he would gain 150 pounds. <laughs> Maybe 140. But like... 140. <laughs> well, he's got to shovel the snow up there, so that's going to take enough. care of that. Fair right. enough. Fair yeah. enough. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. I forgot about the snow shoveling. Yeah. That is Ooh. a heart attack. <laughs> oh, no. Take the under. No, I, I need to keep Steve around. So. <laughs> well, then don't let me go live in Wisconsin. That's right. You can just go visit two weeks a year. Right. It's like the National Guard. One weekend a month, two weeks a year. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but yes, we do have some glorious New Glarus. And we've got one of the Holy Grails, one of the whales, one of the ones that everybody wants to try. It's spotted cow. I don't know that it's a whale. It's not. <laughs> it is not. But you called it a whale. You so did. I was I just kind of hoping nobody would call me out on it. Yeah. This is us calling you out on it. I know. It's, and it's uncomfortable for me. It's not it's expensive. No, it is <laughs> at all. No, but it is exclusive. It, it is ex exclusive. And it, it's one of those beers that has that mythos about it the same way like Pliny the Elder does. Correct. Because for the longest time, you really couldn't get Russian River past the Mississippi. Mm -hmm. That's bootlegging, and, boy. Yeah. And New Glarus, you still can't get right. outside of Wisconsin again unless you bootleg. So, mm -hmm. so let's get our, our barn bootleg on. Yes. Because it's Wisconsin and they got dairy cows and barns. Sure. Bad joke. We're moving on. Okay. Let's Time. get into this spotted cow. Can do. It is a farmhouse ale. Uh, that's what I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more, Adam. Uh, so on their website, what's interesting, uh, they have all sorts of food pairings for this beer. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A butter Num burger. Number three on the list, jambalaya. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, cheese curds are available as Obviously. well. Obviously. And a Reuben. <laughs> I'd love to know what Wisconsin jambalaya is. <laughs> right? I kind of do too. It's got to be like half different brats. <laughs> 
brats and cheese, maybe. Yeah, Over yeah. Right. Well, that's on, that, I said that's on the list too. Brats is on there. <laughs> cheese curds is on there. Nachos is on there. Is it just cheese soup with like brats and kraut in it? Probably. Ooh. So what's nice? I have, I'm not saying I haven't eaten that no. before. Right. I'm just saying it's. But they also have cheese pairings in and of themselves. Of course they do. Yeah, because it's Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. Is cheddar on there? No. Oh. No. Is camembert on Actually, it? I lied. It is on there. Yeah. I just didn't read far enough. Is camembert on it? No. Havarti is, though. Oh, okay. As well as a smoked Gouda. Smoked Gouda. That's, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. That's where I'd go. Yeah. That definitely that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Um, but essentially, uh, pairings with this, uh, comfort foods. Yeah. yeah, it's all comfort food. Right. Well, again, it's also a list coming out of Wisconsin. Yeah. So yeah, pork rinds is on the <laughs> list. So <laughs> I don't think they know about kale aside from when it was on the Pizza Hut buffet. <laughs> That's the food that my food eats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's get in on this. Uh, it's supposed to be fun, fruity, and satisfying. Sure. Their okay. words, not mine. Sure. Let's cool. check it out. Yes. All right. We've got it poured up. The spotted cow is amongst us. Mm-hmm. Now, Adam, you skipped the numbers on it. Yeah, Adam, I need to know. What are my IBUs here? No idea. I can tell you. Uh, according to <laughs> uh, Beer Advocate on the dot com, uh-huh. uh, the ABV is somewhere around 4.8. Yes. Uh, IBUs, I honestly don't know. And uh, 18. Yeah, I like that number. That's a good number. Yeah, 18. 18 is a good number. Where'd you get your information from? Untapped. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Where else do you go? This is the only place that really still lists IBUs as a fucking thing. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Because IBUs are falsitude. Yes. And a lie. I can also tell you, though, mm-hmm. uh, this beer does adhere to Reinheitsgebet. Good. Yes. Good. Yes, this is a very classic farmhouse ale style. So Yes. Although apparently there are those that would uh, try to uh, quantify it as a cream ale instead. Sure. Those people are wrong. Sure. <laughs> but back or to maybe they're not. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's all it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Uh taking a look at this beer. It's got a little bit of haze to it. A little bit of haze, but still maintains that super good quality. Yes, it does. Or clarity. Well, could be both. Both, yeah. But could be both. <laughs> could be both, but super good clarity of yeah, there's not a bunch of shit floating around mm-hmm. in it. You can see all the way through. And it's nice. It smells like a beer. It smells like a beer. It smells like a beer. It's a little more floral, but not in a hoppy way. Mm-hmm. And the slightest hint of funk. Yeah. Uh, I believe that is uh, from the cast conditioning. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll get into it because this segment's going to be all about uh, Nuclearis. <gasps> Nuclearis. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. History. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, slightest bit of funk on it. Oh, I could drink this all day. I'm sure you could. I won't, though, because this is the only bottle I have. Right. So anybody going to Wisconsin, <laughs> let me know. Yes, yeah, so this is the only bottle we have, but I've already asked nicely of Brian. Thank you, Brian. If his cousin goes to Wisconsin to bring back more of this and the next beer. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you some mule money. Yeah, I told I told him we'd pay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, again, shout out to... Bobby and Dan, though, from Full Pint for giving us this one. Yes. Uh, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I do, too. I can see how a lot of people just, like, you know, I, I didn't have expectations of having my socks blown off. Well, see, here's the thing. I didn't either. Like, it's not going to be something that is going to be just absolutely bursting with flavor and be an absolute overload. And that was that's was not what I was expecting. 
Uh, but what I was looking for was a well-crafted, easy-drinking beer, mm-hmm. and this is exactly that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, w- I wasn't looking to have my socks blown off, and right. they're still firmly in place. And I just think, uh, yeah, it's a good beer, but I can also see how a lot of people just think it's like a, a mass-produced. I can see how you get, could get tired of this in Wisconsin. <laughs> I could see that? Yeah. <laughs> I could see how you could get tired of this. Although I don't... It's, I, not, I, it's not bad in any way. It's no, just, and the comparison I, I always want to try to start with is Yingling, but possibly Yingling from 20 years ago. This is way better than Yingling. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But it, it Yingling used to have that sort of exclusivity. Right, yeah. The mystique. Yes, the mystique. Yeah. yeah, Yingling has its own mystique, and that's where us as Pennsylvanians and Pittsburghers, we look down on other people, Texas, who like get all excited <laughs> for Yingling. Texas, Texas. Because it's like, you're not getting much. <laughs> right, exactly. So, and I, I've heard similar things about Spotted Cow. And so while I am enjoying the beer and I think it's very well crafted and it's a good beer, I could also see how a lot of people from Wisconsin would just be like, why do you care? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you care this much? It's like, cause. Because I don't get it. I need the thing that I can't have. That's right. <laughs> I need my clout. Exactly. I need my thing I can't have. And I need people to respect me for having the thing. And I need to show it off on social media. <laughs> God. <laughs> don't. Uh, but also, look what I got. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're very self-aware show. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, otherwise, Spotted Cow, good, good beer. Um. The farmhouse nature of it. It's not very farmhousey. It's not very farmhousey. So it's, yeah, it's not like uh, of the offensive nature that not I would all. not enjoy. No. Uh, it's not horse blankety or anything like that. No, it's, but not, it, it's not hay. It's not hay like. No, but it does have a splash of floralness to it. Yeah, it's a splash of floral and a, just a hint of funk. Mm-hmm. And, and, and otherwise, it's super tame and you could fucking crush these all day. Yeah, this is this is one that would be great uh, next to the grill. Yeah, I'm glad it doesn't have an overwhelming funk. Whenever yeah. I hear farmhouse ale, I always get so nervous that it's mm-hmm. just going to be like too funky. And <laughs> yeah. It kind of tastes like a barn, but yeah. like this does not. No, this tastes like a beautiful field. Even though they're completely different beers in style and everything, mm-hmm. this is fucking Allagash White of the Midwest. Oh, oh, that's okay. All right, I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's perfectly crafted. You can crush crush a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Nobody dislikes it. <laughs> I, I could see this being yeah. a a beer of choice for a lot of brewers. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, if yeah. they had had this in their fridge, they'd probably be one of the top three choices of it being grabbed. For sure. Yeah. Same same way the Allagash White works. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Brewers love Allagash White. And <laughs> just, yeah, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, cool. Good beer. I'm enjoying it. Interestingly, though. Yes. I don't believe that Spotted Cow has won any GABF medals. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Yes. Has New Glarus won any medals before? Oh, they've won a shitload of medals. Thank you for oh, I want a shitload picking of up on that leading <laughs> question. <laughs> they won. But we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the beginning. New Glarus, of course, is out of Wisconsin. Specifically, New Glarus, Wisconsin. <laughs> huh. wonder how they picked up that name. Yeah. Huh. Where, where do you get that name from? <laughs> Penn Brewery? Where's that located? <laughs> Pennsylvania? Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, New Glarus was started by Dan and Deborah Carey. And uh, they are a married couple. And they were married before New Glarus. They actually met at another brewery. Oh, very nice. In Montana. Oh. Yes. 
brewery called Kessler Brewing out of Montana. Hmm. Dan was hired after he finished uh, some of his uh, schooling, and Deborah was already working there, and they met up and then, you know, became married. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm sure there was dating and other things. I would think too. so. A little bit of courtship thrown in. Yeah, yeah. Probably a little bit of courtship. I don't think they, again, Montana, libertarian dream, they would not have forced marriages. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> they would not arrange marriages at breweries. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, from there, uh, they were married in the 80s, about mm-hmm. 10 years before Nuclearis opened. Okay. And then in 1993, Deb gifted New Glarus as a, as a, you know, as a gift to Dan. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, a little bit, little little bit more background on them. Dan, he originally got a degree in food sciences uh, with malting and brewing as a focus Mm -hmm. in 1983 from the university of Davis in California. Mm -hmm. So UC Davis. Yes. Okay. UC Davis. (laughs) And then he went on to do more studying in Germany you know, did an internship in Germany, and then he also worked for Anheuser Busch, and just learned pretty much everything you can because he now has the highest rank of brewer of a diploma master brewer. Wow! I had no idea that was a thing. Yes, neither did I. Well, that's the top rank, <laughs> diploma <laughs> master. If you hear somebody has a diploma master brewer, they probably know everything and everything. <laughs> so that's essentially the five star general. Yeah, of the brewing world. Yes. Okay. All yes. right. He's, the he, grand poobah. Yeah, he's a patent. <laughs> All right. All right. But uh, yeah, uh, Deb herself was a lifelong entrepreneur, and then she studied business, and so she has a strong background in all of that. You can see how this works out. Yes, <laughs> yes you can. Union. In that there's a master brewer and somebody who knows how to run a business, and they come together and they run a business <laughs> that is a brewery. And it is successful. <laughs> yeah. And in 1993, they opened New Glarus. Wow. I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like it, one of the OGs. It's an OG. Like wow. it's in that same realm, like even before Trogues. Because Trogues is 96. That's what I was yeah. thinking, yeah. Yeah, so it's, but it's still in that same, like, early boom yeah. of, you know, post-homebrew legalization that then leads to uh, breweries. Yeah. So they're kind of the first wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first nice. wave. I, I guess I consider first wave, like, 89 or 88, 89 to 96. I'd buy that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody want to correct me? I can't hear you. That's <laughs> <laughs> all your logic, Steve. I yeah, just yeah. hope that there's a listener out there just yelling into their headphones right now. Well, Katie was yelling last episode. I know she was. When you guys didn't say Chi-Chi's. <laughs> Listen, Chi-Chi's was too fancy for us growing up. Wait, <laughs> I never what? got to go to Chi-Chi's. What? I've never been to Chi-Chi's. We'll continue this later. That is... Yeah, they, we don't have time for we that. We don't have time. We can't we, unpack all that, Kelsey. You I'm can sorry. yell at me later. It'll be a bonus episode. <laughs> But from there, obviously, because they had a master brewer behind it, mm. the beer was quality. Of and course. And we're talking Spotted Cow. That was one of the first beers they produced. And uh, one of the features of New Glarus was they were one of the first breweries in Wisconsin and the U.S. to have coal ship hmm. and bring back fooder agent. Fooder agent. You remember the fooders that we talked about before? I remember the fooders. Yeah, well, he brought in fooders into New Glarus. The fooders in New Glarus. <laughs> yeah, so he did, he did some fooder aging, and then, you know, you got some of the sours. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, he br- he brought all that in in like 1994. And then also later on, there was a German master brewer who was retiring, mm-hmm. and the the brewery was his brewery was scheduled to you know kind of be demolished and pieced out, and he sold all of his copper kettles. Oh, yeah, like he, he sold all of his equipment mm-hmm. that was apparently valued at a million dollars. He sold it for the scrap value <gasps> of twenty four thousand. Oh wow! So got a Dan got a nice gift. Yeah, he did. Like I mean, I'm sure he knew what he was doing, mm-hmm. like and what he was giving away. But like I guess they had a nice relationship. More of a passing the torch kind of thing. Yeah. So he has he he the original Riverside Brewery had a bunch of fooders, <laughs> fooders, <laughs> and a cool ship. <laughs> And a bunch of German kettle. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And a master brewer. <laughs> Just so, throw that in. That's right. a nice cherry on top. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it becomes more and more apparent why Nucleus is so successful. Right. And why the beer is so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, moving forward, though, they, uh, 2003, they he wins Small Brewer of the Year Award. Okay. 2006, they they win mid-sized brewer of the year. They just keep growing and growing. Yeah, well, that's because they kind of split into two locations. <laughs> really? Yes. Most pe- Not a lot of people know this, but New Glarus has two brewing locations. I did not know that. There's the Riverside Original, mm-hmm. and then 2006, they started building a giant fucking facility uh, called the Hilltop because it sits on a hill. Okay, makes, that overlooks That overlooks the town of New Glarus. <laughs> huh, that's fantastic. How about that? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty big. <laughs> uh, 2013 and 14, they expand the river or the hilltop uh, brewery, and they add a wild fruit cave. A what? A wild fruit cave. <laughs> I have questions. I'll give answers. What is a wild fruit cave? It is an area of the brewery specifically designated for. Uh, basically wild and sour experimentation ales. Oh. Wow. And it's all fooders in barrels and <laughs> Oh. There's a lot there's a lot of fucking oak. I looked at <laughs> there's a lot of oak. I looked at the pictures. There's a lot of oak. <laughs> wow. But yeah, uh, the the wild fruit cave was actually designed by the daughter of Dan and Deborah. Oh. Their okay. daughter Catherine is an architect. Shit. Oh. So she designed this family's a regular tour de force. Exactly. She designed that on to the brewery. That's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. But uh that's I mean, they again, we already mentioned how like he had been doing wild and sour ales mm-hmm. beforehand. He has that background to do lambics. Uh, but now it just really up the game and you know right. allows him to do more. And upping the game well before everybody else was to that point. Right. Allows him to do more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was 2013 and 14. Uh, if we can jump ahead, we can jump ahead to the present. Okay. 2020, essentially. Yeah, well, it's all the same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can get some numbers. I like numbers. Numbers are good. Yes. They do you, do, do you want to guess where they are on craft brewery production? In terms of barrels? Uh, just like, where do you think they are in the top 100 breweries in America? Hmm. I would go 46. 46. Cool. Kelsey? Top 100 breweries in America. Yeah. In terms of production. Yeah. Production and sales. Where do you think they are? They don't get out of Wisconsin. So. I'm going to say 
65. Cool. You guys are both ding-dongs. <laughs> they are very mad at you now. <laughs> oh, okay. Very hot. Top 10. No, not that high. Top uh, 25. Yeah, they're 12. Oh. Shit. All right. They're the 12th largest brewery <laughs> in oh. America. But they don't go out of Wisconsin. <laughs> that being said, it is Wisconsin. I know. I guess you're right. Yes. Sorry, uh, Nicholas. <laughs> My bad. Being the 12th uh, most productive craft brewery in America puts them ahead of Brooklyn, Abita, <laughs> Trogues. <laughs> That's fantastic. 21st Amendment. Oh. Allagash. Jeez. Flying Dog. Jeez. Uh, they're 21st overall in the country when oh. you include the fucking big. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. All <laughs> when, right. When you include Anheuser-Busch. I severely underestimated that. Yeah. <laughs> they produce around 240,000 barrels That's a, a year. That's a beer. Yeah. Oy. And they sell it all to Wisconsin <laughs> and bootleggers. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. For uh, for a little more um, kind of context to that, Wisconsin, the state mm-hmm. in 2020, produced 760,000 barrels. Oh. New Glarus accounts for almost a third of all the beer produced <laughs> in Wisconsin. Wow. <laughs> so what you're saying is Wisconsin likes their New Glarus. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the thing is, it, it, again, hearing reports from out of the state that, you know, find their way out. Yeah. Just like it's on every tap, you know, it's, it, it's the gold standard. It's yeah. Yeah. It, it's more prevalent than we were talking about full pint last week, mm-hmm. how we were able to find like all in amber and white lightning at most of the taps. Yeah. You know, back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day, you can find it on pretty much every tap. Yeah. Well, spot, uh, spotted cow and new Glarus in general are everywhere. If you got a tap, you've got new Glarus. If you got, if you got a tap, you get a call from Deb, who <laughs> nice. is selling you. <laughs> I nice. want that phone call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hit us up, Deb. Right. So <laughs> please, please, maybe. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the way new Glarus rolls. Uh, we mentioned metals, mm-hmm. and again, I, I, I this is just GABF. I'm sure they've won a bunch of awards oh, yeah. elsewhere, but I just happened to be on GABF because I was looking at Cinderland stats. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also did look up Spotted Cow. Didn't find any. Might have missed one. So don't get too mad. Correct us if we're wrong. Yeah. Uh, 2012, though, they won a silver for the Staghorn Oktoberfest. Oh, okay. I can see why. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty good beer. Mm-hmm. And then they have another beer that in 1996, 1997, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2005, and 2006, all won medals. Damn. Most of them gold. <laughs> Damn. Oh. What beer was that? This is the Belgian Red, oh. which is a beer that is aged on Wisconsin-specific cherries. Nice. Oh. Yes. Man, I wish we could get our hands on some of that. It would be good if we could. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be very excited. That might be a beer I've been chasing far more than Spotted Cow. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so good. Yeah. So, but yeah, again, that beer was also one of their original core mm-hmm. that was also aged in that old fooder. <laughs> <laughs> the stories that fooder could tell. Yeah, the stories of the fooders. Uh, general things to look forward to in the future or other things that have happened. Um, the, during COVID, they kept their staff fully, they kept the entire staff on. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, we know a lot of places had to lay stuff off and everything. They made the sacrifice to just keep their staff on because they're really, really employee focused. Awesome. Uh, I've read reports of 
I mean, it was from Deb, so it's from their own reports. But yeah, apparently in the 25 years that they've been open, yeah, they only have like a 1% turnover rate. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's that's like Costco numbers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Costco, again, treats, treats everybody well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People want that dollar, dollar <laughs> fifty hot dog. <laughs> and they also want to work there because you get good benefits and good pay. Right. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, uh, so they kept the staff fully. Uh, they kept it fully staffed, and then they also introduced an employee ownership program to oh. buy into stocks. Okay, so similar to the way New Belgium mm-hmm. had theirs, or the Green Bay Packers. Sure, whatever. They do. The Green Bay <laughs> yeah. Packers are owned by the citizens They're, of Wisconsin. Yeah. Whatever, and people love that in this Wisconsin. City of Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure that was very <laughs> ingratiating to the Packers fans. <laughs> it was. It was. They appreciated it. Yeah. Well, I also do New Glarus because they're like, oh, just like the Packers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the audience right now. <laughs> sure, sure. And then, very possible, there there has been reports since 2016. Mm-hmm. But very possible there may be a new Glarus distillery in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can only imagine the good stuff that would be coming out of that. Yeah, it would probably, that, well, not coming out too far, though. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> nope. I can't, I can't imagine that. Wisconsin State Line. Yeah. <laughs> All the way to the border. Yep. All the way to the border. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Not for you, Minnesota. <laughs> well, they wouldn't sell it to Minnesota anyways. Right. What the hell with them? <laughs> Damn gophers. <laughs> Damn Vikings. <laughs> all right, you went you went pro, I went collegiate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. But man, that's, I gotta get to Wisconsin. Yeah. I gotta get there. I've been to Milwaukee before. I uh, closest I can I can get you to Chicago. Milwaukee. That's it. Milwaukee's <laughs> that's, like an hour north. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh that's my one last note. What's that? Uh, the the popular channel Red Letter Media. Mm-hmm. A lot of their bottles that are empty and decorating the set are nuclearists. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so if you're ever watching Red Letter, Red Letter Media reviews, there's a lot of uh, nuclearists as well as just other craft beer. But <laughs> Check their bottles. Yeah, check their bottles. You'll see some nuclearists <laughs> laying around. <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm jealous of Wisconsinites. Yeah. Wisconsin's probably not that far. Six hours, eight hours. Mm, I'd put it more eight like or nine. Eight, yeah, yeah, because it's like seven to Chicago. It so. Depends on depends on how motivated you are and how quickly you can get through sure. Chicago. Sure. Right. <laughs> what time you leave? Right. Sure. But probably a quick flight if you are into flying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Sure. You can do what is it? Spirit Airlines and risk your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can get there in three hours, but, you know, you might also get in a fight. Possibly both. <laughs> yeah. You might get duct taped to a seat if you're too rowdy. Right. I'm not going to get rowdy. No, I'll be too excited to get rowdy. Or not rowdy enough. <sighs> I don't know how spirit works. <laughs> have you flown spirit, Adam? I have not, actually. Oh. No. I, I'm a Southwest guy, mm-hmm. personally. Fair enough. Spirit is. <laughs> Sketchy. Bare bones. <laughs> The mega bus of the skies. Mm, that's even generous. <laughs> oh, no. That's even generous. I wasn't going to say greyhound to the skies. <laughs> that's, uh, that's New Glarus for you. That's awesome. It's kind of the background and the story and, you know, things that go on there. It explains a lot, yes. though, mm-hmm. from even just the two beers that we've tasted. Mm-hmm. These are the only two New Glarus beers I've ever tried. Same. Same. But you can tell there's a lot of history in... Like I feel like it takes that diploma of the master brewer right. to achieve 
something that is just like a pure representation of what they were going for. It's like, oh, you're going for an Oktoberfest? Here's an Oktoberfest. Yeah. Here's a clean Oktoberfest. This is what it should taste like. Right. Yeah. These are the standards of the These world. These are the standards of the world, standards of the beer. Yeah. But also, it, like, in, it was very forward thinking, at least in the 90s. Yes. To put together like a, an early sour program, mm -hmm. yes, yeah, that's that's impressive that, to yeah. me, yeah, because they could have very easily just sat back and just you know let that spotted right. cow money roll in, yeah, and right. be happy with it, yeah. I mean, very few. I mean, you got to think very few. We're doing sours back then, yeah, like we're that. doing sours, but even then, very few like came in. I'm trying to think of the one. Oh, my shitty dumb brain. <laughs> there was like the there was like an immigrant who came into America. And I believe, Bible? Yeah, did no. he go west? <laughs> no, no, and no. <laughs> but no, actually, he did go west because he. <laughs> I think he. I think he was brewing. He was brewing like old Belgian farmhouse styles in Texas. Oh God, damn my brain! <laughs> but then the only other one is like Omegong. They were pretty early, yeah. you know. But yeah, those styles were mostly imported. But yeah, he had the forethought to just like, I can, I know how to do these. I've learned how to do them properly. And, you know, I've been to the countries. And so he can give America, it, it, it's it's weird that they never went outside of Wisconsin because. I like, I, I like it. I like it. I like it because they just want to focus on being a small business that's respected. They want to treat their employees well. Mm -hmm. I like all that. But it's just like, I don't know, just they could have been so much bigger. Yeah, but not everybody wants or needs to be, you know, giant capitalist pigs. Fair. <laughs> not everybody needs to do that. You know? Yeah. They're focused on their people. They're focused on their community, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. They're focused on the beer. And, and to be fair, if they did do that and they start did start distributing to all these other states. It would lose quality. It would lose yeah. quality and I believe it would lose some of its charm as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they would, they would definitely lose out quality. Because us Keystoners have been clamoring for it for years, and we only got it through bootlegging. Right. Yeah, still got a bootleg in 2021. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. But And I don't even have a Trans Am to do it in. <laughs> it's <laughs> bullshit. Well, that's kind of your fault. Yeah. It kind of is. I'm <laughs> going to Craigslist. I feel like that's on you, Adam. <laughs> yeah, that's on you. I don't, <laughs> nobody else a, has control of your Trans Am money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get me a Trans Am and a Basset Hound. All right. It's well, going to be awesome. Well, you think about that. <laughs> I will. It's Your gonna, perfect bootlegging scenario. It's gonna get me to sleep tonight. I don't. I don't have a CDL, so I can't be your snowman. That's so. all right. That's all right. Uh, spotted cow. Is it good? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No additional news required. Fair enough. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. Go get some when you can. Mm -hmm. Try it out. And when you do try it out, try it out next to a grill with some brats. Sure. Definitely try it out with fucking brats and Crowton. Yeah. Mm. Cheese. <sighs> God, I'm so hungry. Yeah, like some beer, <laughs> some beer brats. <laughs> yeah. Brats in a beer bath. Oh, I have brats in the fridge at home. Oh man, not for long. <laughs> Get some rogies with this. Yeah. I have rogies in my fridge too. Oh yeah, rogies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we really need to get into this anymore? No, no. not really. No, it's good it's beer. Good beer, and everybody loves it for a reason. So, mm -hmm. moving on to segment three, which will be happening right after this. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. 
Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. We're still here. It's still New Glarus. Uh-huh. It's time for segment three of the New Glarus beers. Hooray. Yay. And I've had my beer. Kelsey's had her beer. Now it's time for Steve to have his beer. Yes. Is it his beer of choice? It is my beer of choice. Steve gave a little preview of this earlier in the episode. So Steve. I've been teasing all through this episode and I've been sipping on it. (laughs) We haven't even gotten to it. I know. We haven't even got to it. I've been sipping on it. And that's because I already had a bottle. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is the New Glarus Brewing Company with their Wisconsin Belgian Red. Oh, Uh, really? Yes. (gasps) And again, this was provided to us by Brian Reed. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. You're a good egg. See you some other day. <laughs> when we here. record Halloween is Forever, listening to you on your favorite podcast thing. I love it. Yeah. yeah. What a plug. Yeah, good plugs. It doesn't need me to plug it on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way around. <laughs> uh, however, this beer is 4%. Really? Yeah. Oh. Four. Yeah. Wow. Yes. It's right on the line. It is. <laughs> and I allow it. <laughs> and I would allow it if it was 3-9. That's how fucking good it is. Wow. <laughs> high praise. That is high praise. Zero IBUs. It is in that... It, it, Say that number again, Zero please. IBUs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's brewed with whole Montmorency cherries. Oh. Which, okay. are, which are specific to Door County, Wisconsin. And a couple other places. You know what else is specific to Door County, Wisconsin? What? Fish boils. K. <laughs> believe it. It's a thing. Sure. It's a thing. It's like a crab boil, but with fish. I believe it. Yeah. I believe they would boil carp. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Fish boils. Moving on. Glad you're happy with that. I'm not. There is a sour tartness to the beer because it is, you know, it's it's a fruited beer and it's mm-hmm. aged in oak. This is one of those OG oak aged in the feeder. <laughs> in the feeder. Uh, it is supposedly, supposedly over a pound of Door County cherries in every bottle. How, how heavy does it feel? Mm, fine. <laughs> like half, half a pound. <laughs> So I feel kind of cheated. But uh, yeah, the beer actually spends an entire year in the oak vats. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. So th- this is uh, kind of a seasonal special, but I believe they've been producing more ever since they created the wild cave that, makes that we talked about. Yes. The wild, the fruit cave Yeah, coming through. Originally, this beer was a lot harder to get a hold of, but yeah, there's but more now, to it. Thank you to technology and family. Yes. <laughs> Thanks to our architect daughter, we can have fooders with <laughs> cherries all day, all year. That way, some idiots from Pittsburgh can drink it now. That's right. And review it on their beer podcast. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we're going to open it up and get into it. Let's do it. Yes. I'm amped. The Wisconsin Belgian Red has been poured. Oh my gosh. It looks beautiful. It really does. It does. It's a good looking unit. It's a good looking beer. It does. <laughs> and it smells good too. Yes. Yeah. It's a nice ruby red color. It looks like a glass of liquefied cherries. Yeah. It smells, <laughs> it smells like it. <laughs> yeah. It smells really good. <laughs> I, mm, this, is, this is a Belgian. This is not a sour or a... Right. It's Belgian, but it's fooder aged mm-hmm. again for a year in the fucking vats. Right. So it's going to pick up some of that sour... Tartness. Yeah. yeah. It's going to pick up some tartness. It's going to be a little bit 
a little bit wild and such. So there might be some jaw tangle going on. A here. little bit, yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. Hopefully. Go ahead and dive in. I know what it tastes like and I enjoy it very much, but Nostrovia. So this beer is easily in my top ten, if not top five. Shit. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah. Wow. I need a yeah. minute. Hold on. That's a good beer. <laughs> oh god. Comparatively, in the past, I've talked very much about how I love Castile Rouge. Mm-hmm. And that is a completely separate beer. That's a donker with fucking cherries added to it. Two separate different beers. Mm-hmm. And then we also very, very early in the show, episode nine, also featuring Kelsey, which mm-hmm. is why it's good Kelsey's here tonight. Yes. Uh, we had the Omegong oh, Rosetta. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was. I was like, what's yep. the last cherry beer I had? I was like, the Omegong Rosetta. Mm-hmm. Because that was going to be your last beer for the rest of your life. So that was going to be like a wedding beer. That was for my the rest wedding of, gift. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a wedding beer. For, yeah. yeah. And it was a great wedding it gift. It was. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this, this beer, however. <laughs> I think it absolutely trumps the oh. Omegong Rosetta. 100%. Wow. It's, yeah. it's so much cleaner. It's so much more flavorful. Yeah. Uh, it, and it does. I, the Rosetta... It's good. It's just the cherry flavor is so much stronger on this one. And, and it almost feels like it's got a fullness to it without being syrupy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I find that very interesting. Yeah. Because this seems like the kind of beer that could very easily get really thick. Yes. Yeah. And it, it feel again, remember, it's only 4%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has a nice mouth. It's like luxurious. Yes. It mouth. is. It is. <laughs> yes. And I think that's what you get from if it truly is aged for a year. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you get out of luxurious mellowness. Yeah. But there's so many fucking cherries in it. that mm-hmm. <laughs> It was not kidding on the cherry. Yeah. That's a good ass beer. Yeah. This is real good. Yeah. <laughs> you got any more? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> we have to ration this out pretty oh, steeply. So slow down is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Stop there and just yeah. hold. <laughs> slow down on this. I uh, would also say you're probably going to have to go just buy some Castile Rouge later. <laughs> okay. Again, completely different beers, sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're both Belgians, but they're produced different ways. And uh, I, I, again, I said, it, I said this trumps... The, the Omegon Rosetta. I mm-hmm. said that. Yeah. I don't know that I can say it. it's better than... The Castile Rouge? Yeah. I don't know that I can say it's better than... I mean, would you put it in like a 1A, 1B kind of situation? Absolutely. Because they are, you know, they actually, are not the same animal yeah. per se. Actually, I would say 1A is this, mm-hmm. 1B is Castile Rouge Nitro. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Castile Rouge is just two. Two. Okay. <laughs> or and one and a half. The Omegon is... <laughs> Three. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still a pretty stout lineup. Still, yeah. No. Belgians. Ah. <laughs> Cherry Belgians. Cherry Belgians. Set them up, knock them down. But still, yeah, this is probably one of my top 10 beers of all time. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. I was fucking blown away when I had it first time. <laughs> I can see why. Yeah. I can see why. I would it, go to Wisconsin with a half empty suitcase and mm-hmm. just. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back a whole suitcase of this. <laughs> so apparently, again, we talked about how like this was a more seasonal production. Mm-hmm. And I uh, Brian was telling me that before, most of the time this beer came in like big, big bombers. Yeah. Oh. oh. So like it was a real seasonal. You get like one big bomber for the year. Right. <laughs> and that's your limit. <laughs> you don't get it anymore. <laughs> that's what you get and you would like it. Yeah. But now they're selling it in the 12 ounces again. Wild Fruit Cave. <laughs> Makes sense Wild Fruit Cave. That's, that's what I attribute it to. Yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Smart architecture. So while we ration our way through this beer, would you guys like to play a game? Can do. Okay. Sure. All right. 
We're going to play a little game here called Get It to the Border. All right. Okay. <laughs> so as we have previously discussed on this show, uh, New Galerius beer is only available in the great state of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a run to the border with a little bit of a quiz. Okay. Okay. For regional and local fair. Would you guys like to start? Steve, I'll start you off with an easy one. I don't know much about the fair. <laughs> nah. <laughs> they got the big fucking whipped up things, right? The cream pies? Or is that, or is that Minnesota State Fair? I think that's the Minnesota State Fair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That okay. just has the buckets of chocolate chip cookies. The buckets of chocolate chip cookies. And then like, yeah. it's just the giant cream puff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Still Big Ten country. Yeah. Yeah. It's still Big yeah. Ten country. I just didn't, I didn't mean to offend anybody one way or the other. I get that. I, mean, I get that. The that's Wisconsin a fair. Wisconsin State Fair might have a cream puff the as might. well. Okay. Mm-hmm. That could just be filled with butter. I would hope. <laughs> just like all oh, their burgers should be. <laughs> that butter burger. I hope it's just whipped buttercream. <laughs> I hope it's just yes. whipped buttercream on top of other whipped buttercream. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they made a sandwich <laughs> out of that somehow. Yes. All right. Yes. Steve, are you ready for your first question? Go for it. All right. Take a trip over the border to this state to get breakfast at Tudor's Breakfast or Biscuit World. Would you like your options or would you like to guess right away? Two points if you guess right away. One point with your options. Yeah, give me the options. Your options are West Virginia, Ohio, Maryland, and North Carolina. Oh, so we're trying to get from PA to Wisconsin? No, no. No? Where is this restaurant located? We're just, we're just border jumping? Border jumping. And you said it was Tudor's, right? Tudor's Biscuit World. It's West Virginia. It is West Virginia. Congratulations, Steve. Yes. I think the sign. <laughs> I've been there. I have too. <laughs> I went past the Huddle House to get there. Ah. Yeah, I, I saw a sign. The little, the little sliver of the, the middle finger of West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, the, the pan handle. Mm-hmm. The thing that keeps Ohio from touching us. <laughs> well, well, touching us more. Touching us more. Well, no. touching me. Don't get away from me. <laughs> yeah. Kelsey, are you ready? Sure. All right. Kelsey, stop south of the border on I-95 in this state to get gas and visit the Reptile Lagoon. On 95? I-95. Well, that runs the whole East Coast. (laughs) The Reptile Lagoon, you say? The Reptile Lagoon, among several other attractions. I'm not going to tell you. There's too many to list. Mini golf? (laughs) Actually, I think so, yeah. Probably. Dude, it's the fucking south. (laughs) South border. (laughs) The south loves mini golf, and so do I. (laughs) Same. Um, Would you like to guess, or would you like your options? I would like my options, Your options are Florida... New Mexico, South Carolina, and Virginia. I mean, I'm going to go with Florida. That is incorrect. Damn it. It is Steve's turn to steal. South Carolina? It is South ah. Carolina. That is correct. It is on the border between North Carolina and South Carolina. Oh, it is the Wisconsin State Fair. Wisconsin State Fair, for an update, uh-huh. they do have big-ass fucking cream puffs. That is the size of my head, and it looks incredible. Ooh, let me see. Yes, not saying not saying that Minnesota doesn't have them, but Wisconsin for sure has them. Yo, yo, because it's on a plate that says Wisconsin State Fair, and it's bigger than my fist. Get in my belly. Damn, that sounds fantastic. Well, how about that? Why is Reptile World also not in Florida? (laughs) Because it's probably like Gatorland or some shit. Pretty much, yeah. That's that's the way I view it. Is like I bet Reptile World or whatever Mm -hmm. has maybe one or two gators. 
and a croc, and then snakes, yeah, and lizards, and a shitload of snakes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's reptile Florida too. lagoon, yeah, but I'm sorry, Florida, I'm sorry, reptile lagoon, yeah, reptile lagoon is mostly snakes, yeah, and I know Florida has a shitload of snakes, right, but they have way more access to gator, that's true, yeah, right, mostly by true. airboat, yeah, <laughs> well, I'm down to nothing already, great, Steve, yes. would you like to pile on? Yes, that sounds like a yes, all right. Pay a visit to St. George to pick up fry sauce, a staple in this beehive state. St. George? That, oh, beehive state. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. I just did the same thing in my head. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Would you like your options? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, your options are Texas, Nebraska, Kentucky, or Utah? Utah. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Utah is the beehive state. My my fucking brain went to Utah and Vermont. <laughs> it's not Vermont. No. So when you said not, when you didn't say Vermont, I said, ah, yes, it is yes. Utah. <laughs> uh, Utah actually has little beehives on their state road signs. Mm-hmm. Huh. You know, like how Pennsylvania has the Keystone, Utah has a beehive. Yeah. Fascinating. I was thinking, there's a, there's a brewery also, um, the, I believe it's St. George Brewery. I'm going to look that up while Kelsey gets her question. Well, Kelsey gets back on the board with the next question, which is Thackerville, Oklahoma helps visiting Texans with indulging in this vice. Would you like to guess or would you like your options? I'll take my options. Your options are gambling, beer with an ABV over 12%, legal weed, or fully nude strip clubs. Thackerville, Oklahoma. Thackerville, Oklahoma. Surprised you never heard of it. (laughs) 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 Haven't we all heard of Thackerville, Oklahoma? Are my options again? Legal weed. Your options are gambling, beer with an ABV over 12%, legal weed, or fully nude strip clubs. I'm going to go with the beer over 12%. And that is incorrect. So update, yeah. St. George Brewery yeah. is in Virginia. That's oh. what was leading to my other, because I knew there was a St. George Brewery on this side of the country. There is. Yeah. So that's why I got confused. I was like, it's not in Utah. That's what the confusion was. Ah. What's the question that we're working on? <laughs> update, I think Adam should just give me the answer. No. So <laughs> Thackerville, Oklahoma. Yeah. Helps visiting Texans with indulging in this vice. Uh-huh. Your options are gambling. Beer with an ABV over 12%. Don't pick that one. Nope. Legal weed or fully nude strip clubs. It's, ooh, it's one of the two. Um, oh, there's definitely gambling in Oklahoma. There is. I'm just trying to think, would Texas be so dumb to not have fully nude strip clubs? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to Texas. I mean, Texas is rooting and rowdy. That would be wild for me to find out that they only do like pasties or bottoms on. Oh my God, Texas, get your shit together. <laughs> You're yelling at Texans <laughs> over a theoretical. Yes. <laughs> I, I I am going to go with gambling. And Steve is correct. Ah, no way they would fuck up so bad to not have bottomless shepherds. Does Texas not really have gambling? Apparently not. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And most everybody will either go to Oklahoma or to Louisiana. Louisiana. I mean, I knew both those had gambling. Mm-hmm. I just thought Texas did too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thank God, I'm sure give me it. a point. <laughs> I get it. Sure. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Okay. What the hell? Sure. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Three to one. <laughs> Thanks for a pity point. You I'll are take it. <laughs> All right, Steve, are you ready for your next question? Uh-huh. All right. Sick and tired of going to Hardee's, you decide to instead road trip to Carl's Jr. Yeah. But you don't want to go west. Oh. What state are you heading to for that meal? From PA? Anywhere along... What state? What state am I going to the nearest Carl's Jr.? Yes. What is the easternmost state that has a Carl's Jr.? Ah, but fuck. I don't know. Uh, give me some choices there. <laughs> Your options are Kansas, uh-huh. Arkansas, Kentucky, and Ohio. Ooh. I used to go to the Hardee's that was in Ohio because it was right across the border. And they had the Ghostbusters Sunday that had the green slime on it. I'm going to say Kentucky. And that is incorrect. Yeah. Kelsey, would you like to steal? Sure. Which one? Pick well, a good one. Is it we're looking for the Carl's Jr.? Yes. Not for the Hardee's. Correct. We're already in Hardee's country. Yeah, we're deep in Hardee's country. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... Arkansas. And Kelsey is on the board. Yes, legally this time. <laughs> legally. Yes. Hey, yo, but what about checkers and rallies? Which is mm-hmm. which is those as we got? Isn't that a north-south thing? Yeah, but I mean, which ones does we have? Does we got checkers or we got rallies? We got checkers. I, I think, think we got checkers. That's in checkers. Wilkinsburg, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? I thought there was one out that way. I thought they put a Raising Cane's out. In- Did they? Did they? That's a different thing. There's a Raising Cane's and fucking Boardman. Those suck. Really? No, yeah. By raisin the way, Cane's can eat my yeah. butt. <laughs> By the way, Popeyes, I'm pretty sure there's still a line. Yeah. That's Popeyes and Robinson. Uh, <laughs> there's a Popeyes and Robinson? Yeah, there's yeah. Popeyes and Robinson. Where? Uh, no. You know where the Wendy's is? Yeah. Right next door. <gasps> Remember where Long John Silver's yeah. was? Yeah, right there. <laughs> so, fun fact, they're putting one in Bethel Park, too, oh. at a former Long John Silver's that's oh. then turned into a GameStop. Good. Fuck Long John Silver's. Terrible. <laughs> A&W, on the other hand. Why'd they get Saddlebag with such a shitty... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't question. have a good answer. We were coming back from Virginia Beach, and we did a little tour in a fast food chicken, so we went to a Zaxby's and a Bojangles on our way back. I do like right Zaxby's. On. I like both. I like, yeah. Yeah. I like both. I, I just like all fried chicken, so like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Moving on. We were like <laughs> comparing all the sandwiches. Yeah. I like all fried chicken except Raisin Cane's. It's too fucking expensive. Oh, okay. So Never it's a price point thing. Yeah, it's a, for what you get. Yeah, for what you get, you just you get fucking regular ass dog shit fucking tendies that you can make from Walmart. Mm. That is disappointing. For like eight bucks for a fucking meal. Eh. Never had raising Go kids, to hell. So. Okay, good yeah. to know. Yeah. yeah, it's off the list. Off the list. Okay. Actually, I had Bojangles last month. That was also delicious. Yeah, yeah. get down on some Bojangles. Yeah, Kelsey, are you ready for your question? Yes. Okay, it's Mayo time. Okay. To hell with Hellman's. You need some best foods. What state border are you crossing to get that West Coast goodness? Same basic question. Where is the easternmost state that you can get best foods mayo as compared to Hillman's? I'm going to need a list. (laughs) (laughs) Your options are Idaho, Nevada, Arizona, and Colorado. Wow. Really deviating there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Idaho. And you are incorrect. Mm -hmm. Well, it's worth a shot. What are my choices? Your choices are Idaho. Don't pick that one. Nope. Nevada, Arizona, and Colorado. 
I feel like we follow enough brewers mm-hmm. through social media channels. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Most of the ones, everybody talks about fucking Dukes. Because Dukes is a superior male. Because Dukes rules. I've never heard anybody talk about best foods. And so I'm going to go with one of the two states that has kind of the least amount of breweries. Mm-hmm. So it's either Nevada or Arizona. It's not Colorado. I'm going to go Nevada. That is incorrect. Mm. Balls. Arizona is actually your answer. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they sit on top of each other. This is a 50-50, really. Yeah. <laughs> My logic was sound. Yeah, it was. There's plenty of brewers in Colorado. Yeah, I was like, Colorado feels too far east. Mm-hmm. Would have heard. Of, we would have heard about right. it. Arizona and Colorado share a corner. Yeah. Utah is on top. Of Arizona. Yeah. Which also has best foods. Yeah. Of all like the gross and crazy localized foods we hear about through brewers, Mm -hmm. because brewers love food. You know, you hear about stupid Malort out of Chicago and you hear about all kinds of other stuff. Right. You hear about Dukes. They love Dukes. (laughs) Who doesn't love Dukes? Dukes is delicious. Sir Kensington is also delicious. I need to get my hands on some of that. I made a fucking, I made some BLTs with Dukes the other day. Mm. Mm. Damn, it was a good Mm. decision. <laughs> Good ass decision. Good ass decision. So, would you guys like to do a bonus round? Yeah, a four pound, four point bonus round. <laughs> yeah, which has absolutely nothing to do with the previous questions. God damn it! Because we are still talking Wisconsin. So, we had previously uh, mentioned the Green Bay Packers uh-huh. and uh, how they are a community-owned team. Yeah, how many shareholders? Do the Green Bay Packers have? Oh, fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> Price is right rules are in effect. Close yeah. this without going over. Yeah. Steve, I'll let you go first. I'm going to go. Ooh. Uh, 1.75 million shareholders. Shareholders. Okay. Yeah. Kelsey? How many shareholders? Own the Green Bay Packers for four points and all the marbles. It's all on the line. And the glory. Are there still shares available of the Green Bay Packers? I don't think so. Is it like Bitcoin where it keeps getting chopped up? (laughs) (laughs) Yen's invested in Rogers coin. (laughs) What's Rogers coin get you? How many Rogers coins turns into a turkey leg? Can I, can I use Roger's coin to buy some dogs there? I assume so. I'm going to go with 150000 150000 That is quite the range we got going mm-hmm. here. Between 150000 and $1.75 Yeah. I'm sorry, Steve. Your guess was too high. Yeah. Kelsey, your guess was too low. Oh. So you win. <laughs> yes. Price Congratulations. Play the price is right rules. Uh. Your actual answer is 360,760 shareholders. Okay. So congratulations to Kelsey. You have won the big game. Your prize is a sticker. (laughs) I got one laying around here. I'll give it to you. Get a sticker. Yay, Yay. a sticker. Actually, the real prize is this beer that we're drinking. Yes, this really, truly is the prize. Yes. We all win that way. And that picture of that cream puff. Yeah, and the, and the knowledge that Wisconsin has bomb-ass cream puffs on top of everything so, else that will kill you. What I'm hearing is 2022, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hop Nation USA road trip, 
to the Wisconsin State Fair mm-hmm. and fill up the car on the way back. Yay. <laughs> We're renting a cargo van. Hurrah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, I'm thinking about it, and Wisconsin is like the opposite of Australia. How so? Well, Australia has a bunch of beaches, and Wisconsin doesn't have so many. Mm-hmm. Australia has a bunch of animals that'll kill you, and Wisconsin has a bunch of food that will. Yeah. It's all butter and cheese and dairy based. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. So in a way, the animals will still kill you. Right. It just, just takes a little bit longer. Yeah, just yeah. domesticated animals. Yeah. <laughs> Cows <laughs> will kill you and pork and all that will kill you. Mm. Uh, Australia, also very hot. Wisconsin, very not so cold. much. Yeah. And but uh, both of them have funny accents. So that's good on them. Don't you know? Don't you know? <laughs> Go on them, Nate. Don't you know? <laughs> the Rav Four. I would love to see an Australian person in Wisconsin. <laughs> I would too. I would love to see that conversation. That conversation, or if they just have a shop, and you're like, "What well, are you looking to get some brats eh? <laughs> yeah, I'd go visit that shop. Yeah, go me one of them green puffs, <laughs> bigger than a fist, <laughs> bigger than a wallaby. <laughs> There it is. That's the one. Oh, my goodness. What's the name of this beer that we're drinking again? It is the Wisconsin Belgian Red. It's a good beer. It's, yeah. It's an excellent beer. It's delicious. It is. It is. Actually, yeah, you called your shot on this one, Steve. Well done. Yeah, well done. I, I had inside track. I hadn't even had Spotted Cow before I had this beer. And you already knew. It's just this beer is so fucking good. It is. It is. <laughs> I hadn't even had the Oktoberfest. And I just, again, knew. You just knew. I just that, knew. That level. Yeah. In my heart. Fucking excellent beer. <laughs> Should we go to the podium? I think it's kind of easy to guess, but you know, hey, if we want to do ones and twos, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can, yeah, we can just go through the formalities. I have a hunch. Yeah. Uh, for me, bronze Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. It's fine beer, you know, whatever. But it's for the season. Yeah. You know, I think it's good drinking, probably all of the time, even in the summer. But I think the spotted cow would just be slightly more refreshing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, bronze Oktoberfest, silver spotted cow, gold Belgian red, of course. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, Kelsey, do you have your rankings? Yes, I too will put the Oktoberfest in the bronze, only because it is titled Oktoberfest, and it feels more seasonal. But I feel like what Steve said, I could drink that beer all year round. So maybe if they had different iterations of it and it just wasn't an Oktoberfest, then yes, I would drink that all year. And that might have taken my second place, my mm-hmm. silver, if you will. But my silver is going to the Spotted Cow. It's a damn good, easy drink. <laughs> like, could drink a lot of that very yeah. easily. Yeah. My, my, my gold's going to this uh, Wisconsin Belgian Red. I mean, this is fucking delicious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and having had the rosetta from Ogong and liking a cherry beer this is like um, amazing yeah yeah it's nice and juicy it's luxurious in the mouth it's delightful this is the, the danger with this now is that this beer we've had and now it's something we'll chase mm-hmm. like heroin yeah <laughs> we're gonna chase we're gonna chase the cherry dragon right <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm very fortunate that I got to try it this evening. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I will also say, however, 
again, smoke that Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then we have a whole different conversation. Now we're talking. Now we'll have, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see what comes up that way. But <laughs> until that time, uh, I would also have to agree with uh, the rankings of my co-hosts here, my cohorts. Uh, yeah, all three of these are really good beer in their own respective categories. Uh, that Oktoberfest is good, but as previously mentioned, it's a bit of a seasonal. Uh, could drink it every day. Not going to, though. The Spotted Cow, that that is a 100% Wisconsin garage beer. Yeah. You you have that in your you know garage fridge. Yeah. I have a friend or a neighbor come over, automatically grab that Spotted Cow. Yeah. Everybody's going to be happy. Yep. No matter what. I got that cow in the fridge. Yeah. Help yourself. <laughs> Maul it over. Grab a cow. Hey, he's picking up case cow before you come over. <laughs> I will guarantee you that that text message has been sent throughout Wisconsin yeah. millions of times. <laughs> not, not with that accent. No, no. no. <laughs> More like, hey, are you picking up a case of cow before you come over? I think so. <laughs> yeah. That feel, oh. mm, feels a little more Canadian. Uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota and all that. That's all Canadian to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> and in the gold medal position. I mean, come on now. Come on now. Come on. Come on. It's that Belgian red. Yeah. Yeah. It packs a lot of punch for only being a four percenter. Yeah. And it's all flavor. Yeah. (laughs) It's all flavor all the way down. It's super thick on the mouth, on like kind of the opening. Mm -hmm. But you can tell it's still not like a heavy fucking beer. Right. Yeah. Maybe a little too sweet for some people. But those people are wrong. That yeah. is correct. See, I, I'm getting a little more. It's sweet, but like there's also that little bit of tartness in there that I mm-hmm. think helped, you know, in the uh, wild fruit room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This uh, this is excellent for this would be so fucking good at Christmas time. Yeah. Yes, it would. Oh, gosh. Damn it. <laughs> Lamentations around. That's right. <sighs> if you want to find us on social media and find a way to ship us a case of Wisconsin Belgian Red. All you have to do is search Hop Nation USA. That'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher, Podbean, Google, Apple. We're on everything that starts in pod and ends in cast. You know, like good pods. We're on that. Yeah. That ends in pod. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and good. It's crazy they didn't call it good casts. <laughs> <laughs> But we're on all those platforms. And if you're on any of them, leave a five-star review because... We are a six-spotted cow, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than New Glarus not going outside of Wisconsin. (laughs) At least just for us, please. Yeah, come on. You know. Come on. Be cool. (laughs) We're friends, right? Yeah. New Glarus, let us be your brand ambassadors in Western Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. We won't post too much, but <laughs> we'll say it's good a lot. Because it is. Yes. <laughs> but, yes, other than that, this brings the new Glarus chapter of the show to a close. Adam has finally gotten his spotted cow. I have, and can, I'm I'm better for it. Yeah, you can mark it off your list. Mm-hmm. We still have some of those other beers out there, like Pliny the Younger and Pliny the Elder and Hetty Topper that, uh, you know... Yeah, honestly, day. I don't need those. Well, hey, one day we'll get to them, and then you can have them. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a hype chaser. No, because obviously everybody's hype for the spotted cow, 
but the Belgian red is the better one. It is good. It is good. <laughs> it's almost like we need like the hype chaser and then some of the other beers from that brewery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I would love to drink a lot more Nuclearis. Uh, like they have yeah. a huge fucking portfolio of crazy fucking beers. And obviously they're all done masterfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's, yeah. It, it's kind of a no brainer. Nuclearis part two. <sighs> one day one day <laughs> possibly next week it won't be it won't be <laughs> no nope. no next week we're doing something different we're doing a zoom show heads up <laughs> but for a good reason for a good reason because we met some people at barrel and flow so we'll be talking to some guests that we think have an interesting story and something interesting to share with everybody so we're gonna do just that yes so stay tuned next week for that but until then buy our shit <clears throat> Tpublic.com. Hop Nation USA. No spaces is the keyword. Buy a mug. Buy a t-shirt. Yeah. Get some t-shirts. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I spent a lot of time on them. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We will uh, be in your ears next week. Cheers. Goodbye. Goodbye.